Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody. I have, look, when I tell you I got this morning, like maybe 50, 20 minutes ago, uh, <laughs> I did like three interviews yesterday live, I, and I have a panel in like an hour or something like that. I am grinding this weekend, period. But that's okay, because y'all know me as that, a grinder. But I'm actually excited about this uh, interview. Um, and the things that uh, this king is going to come up here and say. So, no further ado, let's go ahead and bring up Kylan. I call him the next CT, and I'll tell him why in a minute. <laughs> oh, I will. man. I that's... Will. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, yeah, Good that morning. sort of high praise is, 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 is appreciated, but it's, it's, it's scary to hear. <laughs> well, okay. Let, let me, well, I'm going to tell you about why I say that. And not necessarily that you just like him, just it's more of a, a symbolism or whatever. But anyway, let's, uh, before we get to challenge, I want to ask you um, a few questions about, well, let's see how to do this. The cookout and the challenge. I'm sorry, the big brother and challenge. Uh, okay. What is the difference to you? Um, there's a lot of differences. People always ask me, you know, recently to, to compare it. And for me, uh, like Big Brother is my favorite game because it's mm. so complex. The complexity of it is in the strategic and the nuance of it. I love um, the flip side of that, though, as a player in it, it's also unlike any other game, like, you know, talking to the survivor, people talking to the violin everyone's just like i don't know how you do that the more that we tell them about it the more they're like that is traumatizing and mm. that word is accurate because it is it, the isolation is just more than anyone ever gets to realize even while watching because you know they show us in the yard all the time people are always surprised i'm like yeah we only have sunlight like two days a week because mm. usually we're trapped in the house because they're setting up some sort of event back there so yeah you see no other people so it's so isolating the social experiment side of it is so high that it it drive it does drive you a little bit crazy and, and then just the nature of you know somebody when you evict somebody in big brother it feels like they just died like you just helped kill somebody when wow. you eliminate someone in the challenge you're like okay cool i'll see you in like two weeks like it's just summer camp. Mm. so like it's grant it's more easily challenge more fun the most fun game ever i think on the planet uh so fun so just such a blast I agree. um yes. it, it is i mean i love it it's just uh so it's like that one's more fun. This one's just more complex, but like 
Both of them are amazing. And, and the cool thing is uh, the challenge, like I said, is almost like a summer camp. I've never been to summer camp, but like from what I understand, that sounds to be an accurate representation. <laughs> uh, it's just like, a, you know, it just we go, we play, we have fun. And uh, and then, you know, we, we pack it up. It's like going to play sports or anything else, something like that. Okay. I, I have to admit that when I uh, blogged about the cookout, I dragged almost all of you guys um, pretty much the entire <laughs> season. I'm very transparent. Um, but I actually appreciate the cookout so much more now. It's a self-reflection of my – I watch my old videos and how I look at watching Big Brother now. I actually appreciate you guys and what you guys did. Um, didn't know it at the time because I was in it. I was in it fighting for y'all and all the da 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 But now that it's over and then we're in this new season – Completely appreciate you guys and what you guys did. Now, I know that everyone's talking about the Taylor situation. Okay, everyone, some of y'all have uh, spoken out about it. Um, before we get to the challenge, I want you to briefly tell me, watching Taylor as she comes to the house because of the cookout, and has you seen her being treated, even by the black men in the house, um, just being transparent, I wanted to get your opinion um, about that. Just watching Taylor go through I know she's one of HOH, but before this, yeah. Um, all the treatment that stuff has been happening to her. How, I mean, how do you process that? Knowing that she came in the house specifically because of the cookout. So there's so much to unpack here, and it could be a, a, a very long conversation, but I'll try and hit a few points that I've thought about in this because one aspect of it is just the initial heartbreak. Like, it was, it was devastating to watch uh, the way that she was treated at the beginning of the show while she was there. Um, as far as just whether it's microaggressions or, 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 or bullying or whatever we want to call it, whatever's happening, so yes. many factors at play. The difficult part of that, though, is that like part of part of the grace that comes in the head is, damn, like this is an environment. And I remember I had this conversation. Some one time I was with somebody in the house, and they said something along the lines of like, "Oh, well, this person is just." Something along the lines of like they're a bad person or some sort of character. Okay. And I said, like, hey, it's important that you remember the environment that we're in Mm. is designed so that our brains are subconsciously looking to villainize the people around us so we don't feel as bad when we have to vote them out or backstab Mm. them later on. And so that is happening to everyone in the game all the time. It's how it's playing out. We all do it on micro levels. Like, you know, we'll, we'll rationalize, like if we do something or if our friend yes. does something or even mm-hmm. the politician mm-hmm. that we like does yes. something, yes. they do the exact same thing and we rationalize it. So like, we're always doing this level, but in this space of the big brother house, that space you're it's heightened to X the 10th degree yeah. because you're, you're competing against each other. So mm-hmm. somebody does something that normally is fine, but you're in that space. You're like, yo, like I, I remember um, in the, in, for example, like in, in the uh, in the challenge house and the Big Brother house, I think uh, and not so much in the Big Brother house because we shared the kitchen, but in the challenge house, like the first week or two, um, you know, we had vegans there who like, I had never met them before. I, I have vegan friends. I used to I've lived in like vegan houses. And so I remember consciously like I'm not going to eat meat around these vegan people uh, for at least the first two weeks until I get until they get to know me, until I get to know them, because I know that our brains are constantly registering competitiveness, competition. What are reasons that I can hold against this person? And like, not that, you know, the, the vegans would do that, that we had in the challenge, but it's just like, why give them any reason sort of deal 
uh, you know, thinking on the extra wow. level. So it's just like you're watching. If you're really paying attention in the game, you're watching every single tiny thing that you do because somebody is going to be looking for an opportunity to hold it against you. So seeing – sorry, to bring it back, seeing the Taylor situation, it's like, damn, like I know that they are just – they're adversarial, so they're looking for stuff. We could have a whole new conversation on – hey, why was it so easy for people to believe bad things about Taylor? Like, then we get into sexism, massage noir, like all these things that are very present in our society yes. as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, but I think just outright looking at it and just being like, damn, like, you know, this is, uh, this is, this is just out of nowhere. It doesn't make sense. It's like, well, it makes sense why it happens. It's just, it's very unfortunate and we need to do something about it. The rough part with, with, watching the the other people of color and the other black people in the house mm -hmm. and taylor was the conflict in my head of like damn like i wish that they the 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 degree that people were you know when people get make personal attacks people are rude to people. yes no excuses mm -hmm. i have no there's no excuses that's always like just a bad thing and, and we need to all do better about that everyone that's just unacceptable yes i agree but as far as not supporting one another i'm like Every interview that we did in the cookout after the show, we always said how like, hey, we we made this sacrifice of playing the game the way we want to play as an individual to play as a group so that no one else has to do it. 100%. So I'm not going to get upset when people are deciding like, hey, I'm not here to make cookout part two. I'm here to play my own individual game because that's what all of us in the cookout said that we would do if we ever had the opportunity. So as far as like not automatically working together, supporting each other, I think that people are not giving like are are not really giving them why don't they get to play like everyone else? Everyone else who gets to play the game gets to play as an individual. They don't have to like automatically support people the other the other people who who uh you know the cookout mission is over now. So it's like we made that sacrifice of not playing an individual game so that no one else has to. So, like, let them play their game. But, yeah, like I said, as far as seeing them not – seeing people be mean to each other, seeing people, like, you know, uh, the way that they, people have gone about it, that's been uh, – that's the unacceptable part of it. Sorry, that was a lot. Hopefully that – No, no, no. That was – that was – no, that was good. Um, it, it, I'm, like, listening to what you're saying, I'm, like – as you're digging it, I'm like, yes, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I don't I didn't want a two point on myself. I wanted them to play individual game. I hundred percent agree with that. I just want the game level be the way y'all made it, in my opinion, for anybody coming into the house, the game is leveled where you can just come in here and play. I don't think Taylor came in and had the opportunity to have it leveled. They came in her the first day, in my opinion. Now, this is just me speaking. Now, I was talking about the men because Nobody said anything to her or defense of her when it got to a point where the like the levels. For instance, when she got yelled at by Daniel and by uh, Nicole, mm -hmm. they both were standing right there. Yeah, that was Everyone an opportunity. Was. That was an opportunity. They could have said, "Hey, that's way too much. That why are you literally yelling at her? I don't get. I don't know what's going on between you two, but don't yell at her. You can speak to her. Y'all can have y'all disagreement or whatever. But why do you have to yell at her like that?" That's the part that I didn't understand. I could disagree with you all day. We can have discussion. Yeah. So no, no, I, I agree. I agree with that, and that's how I feel. And in my head, and I feel like I get the extra authority because I've been in the house. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? I would have said something because, like, I, I think that I would. But also, it's one of those things where you watch. I, know, I was watching some comedian recently. I can't remember who, but he's mm -hmm. just like, he's like, how come? He's like, I feel like every white person's like saying that 
if they were around in the time Harriet Tubman, they would have been part of the Underground Railroad. It's like, no, the hell you would not I get, I get have done you. it. You would have, so it's just kind of like, you know, I kind of feel like there's some of that for everybody else in this situation. Everyone's watching. Everybody's just like, oh, why would you say something? It's like, I think I would have. And, like, that's being somebody who's been there. But, like, even I am leaving room. Like, but you know what? I don't – I wasn't – I haven't been there every single day. Maybe there was a fear. And who knows what people – what was going on in people's minds at that moment that made nobody in the entire house step up. But I'm just like, damn, they should they have? Yes. It's like I had – that was one thing I had from our season. Like, we had people that – uh, were like, hey, you know, you didn't defend, you know, the the women against like Big D or, or, or Xavier when they said something. And it's like, uh, my fans have showed videos where I actually did say something. Did I do it every single time? No, because, you know, it, you're trying to not create too much contention in the house as you're building these relationships and allyships and stuff. And then in addition to that, I remember having conversations with like a Tiffany where she was like, hey, like, you know, honestly, he's just talking mess. Like, don't sweat it. Like, I'm not sweating it. And I'm like, cool. But before that, I did was speaking up, and you know there were video clips of you know my fans and viewers, live feeders showed that where I was, and then I stopped because it just got repetitive over time, and she had already said like she's not worried about it. So I was like, all right, cool. But then I still had that same voice of like people, so uh, people asking like why or not. It's like well because of all that context that I just explained. Um, so well, that's different. You yeah, did do course, some yeah. defending in this situation. Nobody did because I, I, I thought about that as well. Like okay. I can say that just like with Taylor's situation. I can say all day if it was me, I would go off or whatever. You know, I, I don't know. Watching her, I'm like, she's being strategic. She's gotten to this point. Obviously, what she did work. She was supposed to go home the first week she was there. She's Absolutely. still there. So I think about it like, okay, well, I say that so easily, but I don't know how I would act, you know, if I was in the house. I don't know. So I, yeah. I, I get that. I do think about that as well. I'm just talking about in that moment, nobody defended her. I, yeah. I talk about the other people as well, not just the two of them. I mentioned that because they're a person of color. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I hate to say this old mantra where you feel like the black man doesn't want to defend the black woman. Whether it was game or not, I would love to hear the explanation why they didn't defend her. And I'm not saying I want them to, to, to tarnish their game. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But even to say don't yell at a woman. Maybe she wasn't, what if she wasn't black? Just yeah. don't yell at somebody, a human being. No, I, I this, yeah. You know, I don't think there's going to be an explanation. I think it's just like you know, I think it's just a lapse in judgment at the time, and they just, okay. somebody just let fear take over, and it's mm -hmm. unfortunate. And you hope it doesn't happen, and hopefully, you know, we all use it as an example uh, to to do better. And uh, um, I'm sure, and you know, the optimist in me believes that that's how them and others will will respond. Hopefully, moving forward. Well, let's get into the challenge of the challenge of the things of the things. So, the challenge of the first week. Like whenever when I tell you the trailer, everybody was so like excited. Um, I felt like um, I said Connor's gonna, you know, he's a competitor and he's um really good in the house. I cannot wait to see how, him in the challenge because I'm a big challenge. Just that's I love challenge. Okay, and so watching you guys go into the house, even Tiffany, um, and her being you know leaving and everything. And at first I was upset because the way she left, and I felt like the cookout and everybody else in the house. Just got her out of there because I saw Alyssa had this revenge thing with the cookout. And I'm like, you know, I didn't like that. I'm not going to lie. But when she left, after the fact, I said, I think she had to go for some of you guys to succeed. That's the way I'm looking at it as a blogger and as a fan. Um, a lot of people were not happy that the way she left. 
Do you agree that she had to go for you guys to move on? Or do you think she should have stayed? I just want to get your opinion about that. I think that, so when we went into the house, we knew going in that like, hey, the end of the, that, that's just as a side note, that was one comment that I felt bad about because, you know, uh, uh, Xavier's getting some flack like around, you know, supporting Alyssa as if that wasn't already known. Like, like when we were in, we were going to the house, we had conversations. It was just kind of known. It was like, hey, at the end of the day, if it ever came down between Alyssa and Tiffany, Kylan will support Tiffany and Xavier will support Alyssa. That's just where the personal relationships okay. have lied. So okay. it's kind of like for people that didn't know that they were watching like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. It's like, no, it's not crazy. It's just where do our friendships and relationships, where did they lie at the time when we entered the house? And that's just where they were at. And mm -hmm. so it was kind of um, so I definitely, you know, I saw a lot of people throw them under the bus in that sense for as if like that was a surprise or a betrayal or something. It was just like, Hey, I think it became in that moment between Tiffany and Alyssa and, and you know, and, uh, they, Tiffany, Alyssa and Xavier wanted, you know, to keep their, their person safe. And I wanted to keep me and Tiffany would rather Tiffany safe. So, um, and that was just known. And so it was, it was fine. But as far as her being in the game though, that was, that was something that me and her had talked about, uh, especially afterwards. And I was like, yeah, of course, like, no, of course it was better for my game for you to not be there. Like, A, she didn't have, because of her schedule and stuff, she wasn't able to really physically prepare for the challenge. So okay. having a female in the house, especially with that algorithm, who you could partner with, who may not be able to perform depending on what the challenge is. Mm -hmm. uh, and, she, and Tiffany always, as she did in Big Brother, she shows up, she surprises the hell out of everybody. She can push herself so far. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, she, she didn't get to train as much as, as she did. Like before Big Brother, she trained a lot with the personal mm -hmm. trainer. Before the challenge, she right. didn't have the opportunity. So she wasn't as physically ready. Um, so there's that concern. Uh, and then also, um, she's just known as such a strategic threat. So, yes. As such a strategic, like, social powerhouse. So uh, to have so many people, and unfortunately, the moves that she made in this game didn't help alleviate that reputation. And she didn't. She, she didn't get to make the bond with the right groups of people because if so many factors came to play because everyone's playing their own game. Um, and so I it was crazy. I didn't even know the degree to which uh, it would affect my game until she left. And then afterwards, I had multiple people that came up to me, especially other women that were like, hey, like, you know, I'm so sorry. I hope you don't hate us. But like, I just didn't feel like I could even have a conversation with you while she was still here because I thought that like that mm. neck was too strong and that, you know, it may be threatening or whatever. So it just was like, so on an objective strategic level, it, I think did benefit on, you know, a personal level it was sad. And, you know, I was obviously not something that I wanted and, and who knows how, you know, how things could have played out differently, but it's such a, it's another game where there's just so many different factors that come to play that, you what no matter what happens it's like you know I was talking to Derek about it Derek X who just went out in this last episode yes he did yeah. and it was just like do you think it would have happened it's like probably like like did that set him up to to uh to to go further in the game I think the answer to that question is still yes it's like just because of how something plays out that doesn't mean that the wrong decision was made because there's all these other factors that come into play yes Yes. So, like, if you're playing, uh, the analogy we were talking about is, like, if you play blackjack and you double down when you get an 11 and the dealer hands you a four, that's, you didn't make the wrong decision. That's just how the cookie crumbled. That's just how the cards 100%. play out. 100%. <laughs>
because I know that it was a contra- it was kind of controversy with her when she left with the whole thing with uh, cachet and everything and all that stuff with Cinco. And then there was the other side of it where they were saying, like you were saying, she was a strong person in the house. But then even after the fact, I remember I heard uh, Alza say, well, I know we're on a group text. I see Kylan leaving the group or something like that. Or he's not like, Xavier. No, he's not like Xavier. <laughs> Sorry, Xavier. He's, and he's I was like, <laughs> and then even um, they were saying that Tiffany unfollowed you, all the kind of stuff. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So did this really affect them outside of this because of the game? Because I know how editing is, so I know we don't <sighs> see every little thing. I get that. I've been doing reality TV all so long that I know we don't see everything. They show us what they want us to see. So I was like, I don't know if that affected them outside of it because everyone was like, well, they're still beef. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that, you know, if it's that deep. Um, oh. If I was left, if I left, I was Tiffany, I'd probably be a little pissed off too, I'm not going to lie. But it's pre-taped, you know, y'all probably talked since then. I'm going to let you speak about that yourself. That's what's out there. Yeah, I mean, the, okay, so there's various levels of personal things. Like, like me, myself, I'm fortunate because, like, so my brain is – neurodivergent is in which is just say like it just operates differently because adhd and spectrum so like just and the benefit of that (laughs) yeah yeah so the benefit of that for me and the way that mine shows up is that i have a very i I don't have as strong of a connection between the emotional and the logical side of my brain Mm. so that causes some problems sometimes but then it also is the benefit that like in these games nothing feels personal to me so I'm business, always fine business. with everyone. Like, like I never am upset. I'm like, hey, like, you know, we play Monopoly. We play Big Brother. We play Challenge. Whatever we're mm-hmm, playing, it's just a mm-hmm. game. And that has nothing to do with how I feel about you as a person. So I'm always fine with everyone and thinking fun with everyone. It's everyone always fun with each other. Sometimes their emotions, they get heated. And you can't, you know, and then even especially if you're watching the interviews in the show, those are like, the night of the elimination. So the emotions are at an all time high. Right. Like right. there, there's so many, everything just, you know, feels so much elevated, but you get out, people talk, people, you know, social media isn't necessarily, Tiffany just posted this because somebody asked her about like unfollowing and, and like, I was just there with her for her birthday, like as a birthday See? to her. So like we, uh, social media is a complete, isn't for us definitive of our relationships. It's just, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, like what, what is, uh, what is the, the, the content posting, what's the feed or whatever distractions and stuff. And how do we want to communicate? Everyone picks that that's personal to them. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that any of us ultimately are letting these games or social media dictate how we live our lives. They're just a separate thing. Before we got on me, you and background were talking about um, interviewing with black bloggers. I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit. Um, Cause are black bloggers who do the challenge. They do big brother. Um, unfortunately they're not, as well known as the white uh, podcasters, bloggers, or whatever, um, that do challenge Big Brother. And we spoke about it briefly, but I wanted you to kind of give your opinion about that because we can blame the cast, but it's not the cast's fault. Um, Big D kind of put it on me, gave me, gave me um, some direction with that. But I wanted to hear your opinion about it because we spoke a little bit about it, but we were getting into it. But I really want to hear yours because it's not your fault, not the cast's fault. I think a lot of it is us. Um, not knowing all information, not being educated as far as how you guys are being interviewed, set up, not knowing that you have a contract, you got to do these interviews with certain people because they're putting it out there, and us not knowing how to contact, you know, it's a lot of factors in it, I realize, over a year later of me saying that. Um, just want to get your opinion on it live. Um, black podcasters and um, content creators want to interview the challenge, the big brothers, but we're just, we're not there yet. 
So I wanted to get your opinion about that. Well, first off, I mean, uh, you know, I applaud you and, and your show for, for the outreach you've done and, and the work that you're doing because your whole setup is awesome. First off, like all the all, all the tech side, and you're telling me a little bit about it. It's very impressive. Thank um, you. And second, I would say that like, I have some familiarity with, with what you're talking about, not in the reality TV world, but actually a few years back, I, I used to work with Blavity, which is like oh. the largest black online media uh, presence. You know, they own Shadow and Act, Afrotech, 2190, Travel Noir. Um, and it's a pretty big, like, you know, I think it was something at the time, like 60 million unique impressions a, a month or something like that. And they have grown since then. And at the time, I know that even then we still would, with that title of like the largest black like online presence mm -hmm, or whatever, mm -hmm. we still would have trouble getting into so many rooms um, and so many conversations. Wow. Uh, and so, you know, and we would, it, it was definitely depends on the network, depends on what it was. But I know that that's something that exists uh, even at that level. So I'm sure all across the spectrum of the, of the sizes of different uh, personalities and, and bloggers and interviewers. So it is something that still exists. And for us coming out of reality TV, the thing about people going to these competitions, excuse me, uh, especially their first time as Big Brother was ours, we're so new. And there's definitely like an element of fear, honestly, of like breaking any rules, doing stepping out of line. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, we only are doing the interview. Like I remember getting it, DMs and stuff. And I was like, hey, like, I don't know what to do because they're telling me that the only people I could talk to are the ones who are who they send us and so we're kind of just afraid hesitant as time goes on we kind of learn okay we have flexibility we can we can forward somebody's email to this pr person and we can or we can go around it this way or whatever to make sure that we're getting to speak to the people that we want to talk to more uh, but there's never like a lack of interest so much as just for us we had to learn that as well like hey right. who are we allowed to talk to how strict are these rules and how do we work with the, within those rules and uh and so yeah that's definitely um some, I appreciate you. I know you went out, you know, you went out of way to reach out and then to reach out through mutual connections and stuff. And that, yes. that's a, that, those are big steps for sure that can help. Yes. And see, that's the thing because I have, um, I have like people I talk to through the challenge that, um, you know, that I'm super cool with. And that's nothing I tell bloggers too. You do have to have some kind of connection. It's hard to build them, but I love building with the cast because I feel like you guys put yourself out there. You guys go on reality TV and we're just reporting on it. So I have a lot of respect for cast members who actually do that. You you open up your whole life to critics, to whatever. And so I always respect cast members for all the shows that I, I do, whether I'm mad at you or not or don't like what you're saying. The respect is there for me as a blogger and I build those connections that way. You have to. You know, it can't be just about I'm just about to drag this person but not thinking, like you said earlier, the personal stuff outside of it is social media. We just look at it like, oh, you know, they don't follow what's going on. Today? You know, it's, it's, it's so much more to it than that, but I don't think nobody knows. And so I'm happy you're you're saying this, what you said about the personal stuff, because I, we just go by face value. If you if you don't follow somebody, oh, they must be fighting. What's going on? You know, there's any deep there. It could be nothing. They get like, I yeah. pissed off that moment. You, I don't know, follow them back five minutes later, but you didn't check that. And you post online. They unfollow each other, da 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 so that's why I was like, I'm going to ask him about it and see what he says, even though I did mention it in my live. But so I'm happy that you did say that. So I want to talk about the challenge and how intense it is. Like, I uh -huh. even had this overlay up here by you. Not, not necessarily you, but it's a black man swimming. So, you know, it is what it is. So um, definitely not me. I, I My swimming was not that good. <laughs> Neither. I, can, I mean, I can swim, but it's not like that. Um, 
the challenge is a challenge. And did you find yourself challenging yourself a lot more because the things that you had to do was outside of what you thought you were going to do? Even though you watched the show, we all watched the show, they always come up with something new or whatever, just being in it because it seems so intense. To me, it does. So I want to know how did you take it being this is your first time doing a challenge, coming from Big Brother, and it's really physical. Um, what do you think about that? Is it just it's, it's hard? I know it's hard. It has to be hard. I don't know. To me, it'd be hard for me. I'm not even going to lie. I would do it if I had the opportunity, but I would have to work out and do all kind of stuff and be prepared before I got in that house because it just seems like it's taxing on the body. I know the Big Brother's taxing mentally, but I feel like the challenge is mentally challenging, but it's also a physical thing. Even when I saw Aza, you know, I was so proud of her this season because she pushed herself, even that last challenge she did. Yeah. Um, it, it just seems so hard. <laughs> no, I mean, it is challenging. It, but, I mean, for me personally, like, I prepared. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prep person. So, like, when I, you know, first got the, the call that it was really happening, you know, I had a few weeks. So, I, I put in – I started putting in a lot of work in those few weeks. And uh, – so I'd say that, and I'd say it worked out pretty well, um, uh, you know, as far as feeling prepared. So when I encountered things, the one thing that you definitely, that I hadn't adequately trained for was how to adapt to different partners. And the fact that we had, I figured we'd have partners at some point, but the fact that we had this algorithm where we had a different partner every single week, and then different skill sets and different things like each after each challenge i would be like damn okay i should probably have worked with my partner in this way instead even for the challenges i would win i would still be like mm -hmm. all right how could how would i adapt you know what can i learn you know you want to do the the after after mission report sort of deal like okay yeah this is this is what happened this is how i could improve it this is how we could work better um and being able to do that on the fly, like before each challenge, a little bit better than I was able to, um, I think would have been ultimately beneficial. Uh, and but as far as like me as an individual, oh man, I was just itching for for the competition to turn individual because that that was uh, I feel there were very few things that um, that I could have been like like I feel like I would have been competitive, uh, highly competitive in anything individual. <laughs> You was killing it. Now, look, I'm going to tell you why I was talking about the CT chain. I'm going to tell you why. Because before I became a blogger, before I got into all this, um, I watched the real, the first Real World Road Rules, first challenge. You know, wow, I'm 46. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I've been okay. watching this for a I'm very sure. long time. And I look good for 46. I know I do. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. But uh, <laughs> I'm just so stuck to being silly. But but honestly, seriously, watching it um, – to be honest, the challenge with really was a few shows that I can probably see a few of us in it compared to other shows where there was zero of us in it, including Big Brother. Um, but we still weren't winning or going like to be in the, the, the number one, the whatever. Um, watch people like CT or you know Bananas. I see you going to that role, but your version, not their version. What I mean by that, because you are a beast, you are a competitor, you are smart, and. You're not as loud and goofy as they are, you know what I'm saying? But your loud is different. Um, I'm just going to say this. It's not like loud where you're like, they're loud. Yours is different. Yours is like, yeah. I can see him. He's a competitor. He's got it going on. He's going to win wherever he touches. And he might be quiet, but he's loud. You understand what I'm saying with that? Like, you're not screaming, but you're loud in other ways. And I feel like that you are going to get that role 
whether you want that or not, for a lot of fans who watch, they're already putting you in that position where it's like he's going to be a legend. Like we watch the challenge all-stars, like that's going to be you in the future. Do you see yourself continuing on with the challenge even after this season? Uh, well, I appreciate that. And that I would say that uh, that's my hope for sure. It actually is definitely my hope is, is to live up to that because, you know, I, like I said, it's the most fun game I think ever. And the fact that I could do as well as I was able to do, um, you know, we'll see how far it goes. But I think that l- – you know, learning the ins and outs of the game, learn, uh, seeing how I can adapt my preparation even even more so in the future. Um, that's something I hope to do. Like, like I mean, you mentioned, you know, CT. First off, I don't want to leave out, uh, you know, respect on, on like uh, uh, Darrell <laughs> coming up with the, the multiple championships over time. You know, he is a legend in his own right. He is. Um, so we have he some is. people, but – but as far as yeah, the re- you know the recent years, the individual winners or duo winners, and you know you got the CTs and the giant. Uh, another player that I really like uh, is uh, is Jordan. Actually, like I don't necessarily like you know I- I'm I like to think I'm a nicer person in the game. I'm sure he's a nice person in real life, but like in the game, he's not really known for being super nice or friendly. Um, so yeah, I'd I love, love Jordan to be. Too. <laughs> but just that that mindset and that skill level and that, you know, let me yes, figure out how I to win. I love that, you know, and just that concept of people being afraid, like to go to a final with, with same thing with CT, you know, people are like, well, I don't want to go to a final with CT cause he's going to win. I want to go with Jordan or draw any of these people because, and that's, that's definitely something I strive to be. And uh, is that well-rounded player. That's like, you know, there's going to be people that might be stronger than me or might be a little bit faster than me. But as far as overall, um, I, I plan to to stand out to to do all the preparation I can to make sure that, that I stand out as that well-rounded player um, in every you stand capacity. out, Kyle. And this is the thing I love Darrell, and that's why I mentioned those two because see, he Darrell is a is not as okay. I love Darrell, I do, and yes, he had his accomplishments are everything, and a big fan. But unfortunately, he's not like a standout. In our, you know, as far as we talk about, it's unfortunate. And I, and I, you know, he just doesn't, not because of his skill, but he just doesn't stand on his, you know, for you, you're new coming in. I feel like you can take over and not just you. Um, Xavier, even though he's no, you know, he's not in the show anymore. We're having another seasons, more seasons. But it's different. It hits different, if I can say it like that, where I feel like you're going to be new coming in. You'd be able to take from all, whether it be Darrell, CT, Bananas, and B1. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't want to say like I'm trying to say that Darrell no, is totally. a legend because he is, but a different type of legend where it's like we're talking about talk about Bananas. He's not even on the show. We're talking yeah, about him yeah. to this day. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. going to be you is what I'm well, saying. I appreciate say. it. I, I hope so. I mean, I'm not, I feel like I'm not as funny as any of these people, but like you said, in my own way, if I could bring my own presence, whatever that presence is, not just as a competitor, but hopefully as, you know, hopefully bring certain, uh, I'm a big supporter of kindness. And I think that if you could beat people um, and, and, you know, have them have nice things to say about you, then that would be, that's why I would strive to be. How do you feel about the algorithm and, and the choosing of the partners? Do you think that it is fair or not fair? Um, I mean, the algorithm is what it is. It's it's not something that I uh, it I love I love the design because I know the design of it, 
was to make it so that the shows don't work together. And they did that very effectively, despite, you know, you'll hear certain players that don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, that didn't yes. really understand the game that are like, oh, you know, I'm Survivor Strong or whatever. It's like anyone who knew, how, who understands like game strategy immediately was like, okay, so we can't play with the team lines anymore, the show lines. That's why they disintegrate immediately. They didn't disintegrate like in week four, they disintegrated in week one, <laughs> um and uh and you know the play the gamers were talking about that right away we're like okay cool like we can have relationships and but we know we can't rely on the show lines um hmm. the so that was something it successfully did the downside is that the type of challenges that we had uh the didn't create the 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 equitable system that we would have hoped for um in in this game so we you know we're losing some uh it it's more it, it was definitely more of a frustrating thing because it's like all right we can't develop a long-term strategy yes. as 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 clearly as we would like to um and it doesn't necessarily allow you know you have you, you, we saw it like with uh what's his name with cinco you know we saw cinco, yes. uh you know up bless her heart like she put her heart out and did and didn't quit and that's something i've always loved and respect about her so much like she, she did. did when she worked with me same thing on the stairs she was she was blacking out on those stairs like she was worse off than they showed and literally would not quit like as like she kept wanting to and i was like no we can't and like just gave that little push and she she followed through in every step all the way to the top of that building um so i love her heart and, and energy for that and, and so many other things but uh, you know, in the swim, she just couldn't do it. And unfortunately, Cinco, as strong as he was, he's not a good, a good enough swimmer to like pull her the way that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tyson could pull cachet. Yes. So it just was debilitating in that moment. And, um, and it would have been really cool to see what type of competitor he might have been in something else. I, um, I agree. So I think that that is, uh, that's the challenge of, of this algorithm, um, met matched with the type of the challenges mm -hmm. that we've had um as far as um you being a big competitor coming in the house um you know being big brother all that do you feel like it put a target on your back and i don't mean just because of big brother but because of what they saw the first couple of episodes how you were dominating and you were uh, also i want to say I, I think big brother they always say that you guys are not trustworthy and that's not just this season. I've heard it on every season. If y'all go on any other show, they'll say, well, you know, you can't yeah. trust them. Why do you think that is? I know it's a two question. I'm sorry. It's two part. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, 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 as far as Big Brother as a whole, sorry, at the second spot, people, like I said, you're there, everyone's looking for something to say about someone, and sometimes mm -hmm. something sticks. So it, since it's in competition, they're looking for, like, how do I otherize these, these people? Mm -hmm. um it's because big brother people were new additions you know they only yes. a few seasons back mm -hmm. really and then the competitive the really competitive ones um i'm josh now has become a competitor but when he first went in he wasn't that competitive 100 like, now so uh you know as years went on they had you know then all of a sudden we had casey fessy like coming in and, and amber and and so i think that it was just easy to say it's just easy to say like oh okay the big brother people are um you know are untrustworthy or, or sneaky or whatever it's like everyone playing this game you're describing you're describing anyone that's playing any of these games but uh 
it just stuck because people, you know, it's like, you know, the what's <laughs> what's funny is I feel like the most conniving game is Survivor, um, but they don't really have that. But also, I think they don't really have that reputation because there hasn't really been a strong showing of Survivor on the challenge. I think mm. that if, like Big Brother, yeah. there had been multiple challenge, multiple Survivor players come on and they actually did, you know, you had Jay that did well in the beginning a little bit, but he got, he kind of got beat out eventually, which was yes. unfortunate, but um seems like a nice guy on this episode but they didn't have a showing of you know the very first time that casey and fessy went on they made it to the final and then yes. they made it to another final and then yes. it's like they are, are it's casey three years in a row like amber's first season she's a winner like yep. i think that seeing these players being threats you have to otherize them you have to figure out what how can i cut them down and that was mm. just an easy thing to go to um because they were the first you know that happened uh as far as the um uh and then as far as me you know coming in like of course you worry about having a target in your back but i don't know it, it, i always knew i was like if i'm preparing to win this game like then I don't, i'm gonna do well like i it was funny because in those first couple weeks you know you have tyson win back to back and yeah. people were like you know we gotta get out tyson like you gotta get out the strongest competitors like the people and i'm just like i don't want to preach that mentality here because I plan on being one of those people that everyone's looking at as a threat. Right. So, and then, you know, right after that, I ended up winning back to back myself. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, uh, and, and I already had the elimination win. So it was kind of, uh, I, you always knew that. So that's why my mindset went, okay, let me actually work with the strong people because I don't know. And for me too, you know, you look at like a CT, you look at a Jordan, you look at super strong dominant players. They're not talking about, uh, you know, getting out, the, the 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 strong players because that would make people target them so yes it's like that was the mindset i went in that was what i knew uh you know i knew that you know that could always put a target but uh you know it's a game it's not like big brother where throwing a lot of competitions is is going to be to your advantage so. yeah you're a comp beast oh we gotta get them out asap <laughs> yeah so like as far as strategy do you think that um Getting out a weaker player or a stronger player is best on the challenge. If you have I the mean, opportunity. It's tricky because you you uh I think that there's the way, things I'm weighing out personally is strength and trust. Like, can I trust this person? Do other people trust this person? Uh and how strong are they as a competitor and not or whatever. Or, or not. So um, for me, I was fortunate. The top competitor in our house also happened to be someone I had really strong trust with right away, and that was Tyson. On the male side, top competitor gotcha. on the male side was Tyson. Gotcha. Like we just built a really strong bond early on. Um, and you do always have to worry. I was worried that it wasn't mutual and that he was playing me, but I found out over like little things indicated to me. I'm like, I think this is real because why would he do this? Why would he do this? Mm -hmm. And like you're always doubting everything, but it just continued to prove itself over and over again as being a real relationship. And even after the game, you know, he's gone on to, to say how, like, that was a real relationship. And, like, I, you know, we were number – like, I was – like, Angela was number one uh, female. And then I became, like, his second – like, his number one male gotcha. trusted. So that was um, – uh, you have to be able to distinguish that while you're in the house. Unfortunately, I was I, – I made that call right. Um, so, uh, you know, and then at the time, Xavier, Xavier – for example, Xavier was someone I didn't have any trust – like I didn't have a lot of trust with, I had very, I, we were rebuilding trust and out. And so we had started. So like I wanted to work with him, but then it turned out no one else trusted him. So I was like, okay, 
Wow. <laughs> I'm down to trust him. And I'm the one that, like, if anybody here shouldn't trust him, it's probably me. But I'm still down. But now you're telling me none of y'all are down to trust him? I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then how can I work with somebody who is who is not just a, you know, a, a, a solid, uh, probably a solid competitor, but also, um, you know, nobody wants to work with him. Nobody trusts him. That's just not some that doesn't help my game to have that because that's not an ally like he's it's not a, a an ally I could use in this game given everything else that was going on. So I have to ask yeah. about something real quick. Now the whole thing you and Xavier when y'all went in the house, the last thing that I saw as far as TV, I know y'all probably talked outside after the cookout when is when Julie was saying, Kylan, 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 <laughs> you was about to leave and you brought up the whole nephew thing. I was like, What was that? I have to ask. Because you're here. I actually forgot about it. Until you mentioned Xavier's name. What happened at that moment? Because when y'all went to the house for a challenge, when y'all went to the house for a challenge, it was like, all of y'all really, I didn't know if you guys were coming in as we're still, because this is what I looked at it. If I came in being the cookout, whether we was fractured or whatever, for at least the first two weeks, I felt like I've been like, look, let's get together for two weeks or one week, maybe let's get, let's see how the waters are, read the room. And then we could separate, do our own thing, whatever. I feel like when y'all came into this house, y'all wasn't a solid unit. So I don't know if it was outside stuff or because of how they crumbled the cookout. You know, I don't know. We ain't got to get into all of that. But that's what a lot of people thought. You got to go come in to dominate cookout. Or not really cookout. Big brother, I'll say that. 23, we're going to just come in and just dominate. And that's literally not what happened. Y'all just kind of like. That's because it wasn't Big Brother. It was a different game, and we just had mm-hmm. to play that game, and we had to adapt it as it came. And so for us, it just uh, we were just looking at the game as far as like, hey, what are the relationships that we can build on in this specific game, and what are the relationships that we can't? And those are all separate from our personal relationships. We have our personal relationships. We have our history. We have our family. We have yeah. you know all these connections, our legacy and stuff, um, and the mutual respect and everything is is all still there and like that That's bond good. is still there but it's just like a different um it just was a different game and so all of us whether big brother or big brother 23 or cookout or whatever we just yeah. knew that we wanted to go in and we wanted to uh adapt to that game and, and finally have a chance to play an individual game i kind of everybody well, survivor even did it um they really were fractured and, and then love island to me were the only ones who really were trying to be like we're together i think everybody else like all the other groups just like <laughs> You got to look at who has to, when you have nothing else, when you have nothing, when you have less to offer, not nothing to offer, when you have less to offer, when you're more concerned. And unfortunately, like, and I think the Love Island people who do the best were the ones who were aware of like, hey, I don't have experience playing in a competitive environment. Okay. Like, you know, you saw Justine. Justine now back two elimination wins, one challenge win. She was beasting it out. And she was so... She walked in and was like, I am a huge fan of Survivor. I'm a big fan of like the competitive games, but mm. I haven't played them. I don't know them as well. So I wow. trained. She trained a lot to be there. She trained her ass off to, to prepare for the challenge. But she walked in and was like, I want to learn how to play these games. So she was learning from like a Tyson or Angela or whoever if she could. And, uh, and I think that we've seen it serve her well. Yes. Um, and she was a fan of those types of games. Uh, a lot of other people from Love Island weren't really. They never seen Survivor. They never seen the Big Brother. They never. They didn't do as much physical training. Like some, some of them didn't, and uh, and not just from Love Island, from multiple shows. So if you came in and you were worried about your, so like not even 
you know, we had some awesome performers on on uh, on the Love Island on all the shows. We had awesome performers, but if you you you'll notice that typically the people who are like, hey, like you know what, I want to work with just my show or just whatever is like are usually the people who who didn't come in as prepared. Mm. <laughs> uh, so they're looking wow, for to grab insight. onto a group rather than relying on just like you know, yes. what can I pull out what can I give. What can what what strengths can I bring? How can I perform on my own? Keep myself safe, etc. Um, that makes so yeah. much sense. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that because I'm, I can say it. The Love Island was not as prepared as the rest of you guys. I'm sorry, they were not. I can some say of them. we'll say some of them. Some of them. <laughs> Justine, Justine is killing it. She's uh, let me tell you something. Justine came in like I don't know. I I, I thought that, and I don't have to admit that Cashay uh, surprised me too a little bit. I, mean, I know she worked out. She talked about that. Even in the house of Levada, she worked out. So, you know, some things she's doing, I'm like, okay, okay. But Justine, to me, I'm so proud of her. Like, oh, my God, she's killing it. So what do we expect to see from you? Um, I know you can't tell sports. I'm not going to ask you about that. But just going forward, even past the challenge, do you have anything you have coming up for yourself? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, like I said, hopefully uh, I can continue to be in this challenge competitions. Um, if, if CBS continues to, to roll them out or, oh, you or, will be. or whatever, because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like I said, just love it. Um, and then outside of that, outside of TV in general, my real, um, you know, my passion's always been impact and how can I make a difference? And I have lots of different interests. So you know, I work with uh, the Watts Empowerment Center. I live in Los Angeles. There's a Watts Empowerment Center. There's yes. Urban Saddles, the organization I used to be a part of, uh, or uh, on the board for beforehand. And now, and now that I'm like resettled back in LA, I'm going to try and reconnect with with the organizations that I used to volunteer with out here. Um, I have always been, you know, active in like working with a lot of organizers and activists. Uh, you know, whether it is you know justice for for different people of color, especially Black lives and Black communities. Yes. Um, yes. I've usually found myself in like an intermediary role like i i was one of the people like i take the meetings with the district attorney's office or with the oh, wow. uh, the uh you know for the county or for the city and mm-hmm. like or with the police officers even like i'm i'm not somebody who like just disconnect i'm like hey i get some people you know some organizations want to be completely disconnected some organizations want to i want to be a bridge as much as i can um and for the for the things that all are in place and you know we can talk about long-term plans if we want to change what's in place and what's not but for right now i want to i want to work with as many people as i can whatever makes a difference at the end of the day (laughs) i want to be a part of that difference so um right now as much as i can and so that's that's something i'm I'm trying to figure out how to integrate more of like this platform while still building the platform Mm. and doing that Um, yes that's like more that's just top my mind because i'm actually leaving here right now to go over to watts uh but so if you're in LA, Watts Empowerment Center, um, always doing events. Um, so, uh, and today especially. Um, and then uh, on the social media side, as far as building that platform out even longer, uh, I just want to talk about things that I, I enjoy and that I love. So like for me, that's movies is a big thing. I'm working on developing, like trying to find exactly how I want to do it. I've been talking, uh, you know, to different uh, content creators. I have a lot, I'm fortunate to have a lot of content creator friends out here. So I'm like, okay, if I want to talk about movies and TV shows, my favorite stuff, how could I go about that? Is YouTube the platform, TikTok, whatever. So kind of mapping out the plans for all of those, um, neurodivergence as far as people that, you know, whether it's people on the spectrum or people with 
ADHD or just mental health. Oh in my general. god, yes. I want to promote more of that um, and have conversations about that, about my own personal experience, and then speak with experts and you know clinical psychologists and different people. Um, so I have the podcast connections with Kylan. We're doing a season two. We're starting to film uh, the end of this month. So uh, film and record, and so that will be rolling out. You know, in the coming months. Uh, and yeah, so right now for me, it's just like, if I want to keep having an impact, then I want to build this platform to have more of an impact. So let me just make content that falls in line with my passions. And that's, that's the plan right now. Well, now you have me as well. Thank you. So if you need assistance or anything, whether it be an overlay or just whatever, cause you two is my world. I Thank got you. you. Absolutely. I, you. I appreciate DM it. me anytime for any questions. It took I me will. a long time to get where I am to get this together, but so I made a lot of mistakes. So trust me, um, I can tell you the, the do's and the don'ts. I got you 100%. I would love to see you use your platform to do all the things that you're saying. Um, you have to get the gab. I think you'd be great um, being a content creator, and people will watch 100%. Um, I want to say I appreciate you coming on. Um, Y'all, the time between the two of us is crazy. This man is super busy, <laughs> and he said yes. And it took us, I think, what, almost a week, two weeks? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But we got it, which is but actually fast for me, I feel like. <laughs> oh, well, I'm actually very patient with stuff like that. It wasn't a, it wasn't an issue. You're very, very, very busy. And um, I just love the fact you came on. I didn't really care when it was going to happen. It could have happened a month from now. It still been cool. So I want to say shout out to you. I respect you and your game. Um, the future is bright as far as the challenge. You will be doing the challenge for years. I could see you on all stars as, Oh, that's a legend. Here comes Kylan. You heard it here first period. I manifest everything. So, um, <laughs> thank, you. thank you again for coming on. I super appreciate you. I hope you have a great day and guys, I will have all his links, um, promoted in the description. Once I drop this live, I'm gonna go through and add, please send me all the links you want. Cause I'm gonna add them all in the description. Okay. So when they click on the video, all your links will be there. All right, okay. guys, we had Kylan, from the challenge, BB23, the famous cookout, and it is infamous at this point, okay? <laughs> Future people going to Big Brother will be saying, well, I'm going to the cookout, just like Taylor. I'm sorry, <laughs> going to the Big, Big Brother, I'm sorry, because of the cookout. So he made an impact for all of us. So I want to say thank you for coming on and give me your time. All right, guys, we're going to shut this down. I'm going to close the door, and that is all.